Did John PMV leave his dogs at your house again? Oh my god, he always does that. Freaking John, I can't. I can't oh, count on John. that guy. I can't stand that guy. I know. Whatever. It's awful. Down with John P. Or wait, is it end John P. It's end John P. He needs to. He needs to John go P. away. I mean, end with John P. Down with John P. Same thing. Yeah, pretty much. It all. It's all relative. Hashtag end John PMV. Disintegrate trendy, John guys. PMV. There you go. Disintegrate. <laughs> there you go. That's a good word. That's a good one. Yo. Yeah, you gotta like really make sure people understand just how important this is. Yeah, like, I mean, like just the that. larger the words, the larger the cause. That's what I say. Hello, yeah. everyone. Welcome to Out of Our Mains, the show where <laughs> we're out of our mains and you probably are too, because you're listening to some cope. <laughs> yeah, you're listening <laughs> so to I was, like, I was like, how long he's gonna last? Some hopeless, colorful horse addicts ramble on about a show meant for little girls. I'm Robert. We have Maynard here. Wonderful Maynard. Hey. And we have Ambie. Hello. I was expecting hell again. <laughs> I was hoping, I was hoping fate was. would do it for me. <laughs> and we have our special guest, um, Cole Donnerstag. For real yeah. this time. Hi. For real. It's not Rainbow Dash. Yeah, whoever that is. Wow, we didn't even plan this. Robert just did the intro. I'm not, yeah. Wow, I'm I'm thrown off. All right. I know. I'm, I, you guys stay on your toes. Uh. Yeah. Well, Apparently. Hooves. Excuse me. Huh. Stay. Wait. Stay on your on your tubes. There you go. You have you have toes. Though, yeah, I'm the so. human in Equestria right now. Yeah. No, don't mind that. <laughs> Are you enjoying your stay in Equestria? Yeah, it's all right. Just just the way you said that, you have toes. You have toes. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Oh gosh! Title yeah, of the title goodness. of the episode. <laughs> no, oh, gosh, no, please, no. <laughs> Anyways, welcome to the podcast, Cole. It's great to have you. Oh, it's right, great you have to, to send be us here. a feet pick for the thumbnail. No, <laughs> no that's no, the, no, old, that's no, the no, only no. reason Ambie, I want it. Hey, Amvi, Amvi, no, that's the picture everyone's gonna send us at the oh, end of my. the episode. <laughs> yeah, send us your feet picks. <laughs> this got off please to such don't. a great start. Yeah, right. guys, don't send us your feet picks. Please do not. No, no, Maynard, you have two choices. Either edit that part out of the podcast or open those DMs for some feet pics because you know it's coming. <laughs> Listen, send no, no. Feet, if you send feet pics, do it on our secret um, NSFW account, okay? That we will not tell you about. You have yeah. to find it. You know, it's a game now. You have to find it. It's out of our tails. Yeah, I out think I tails? think that account oh is uh, at Studio Cinemagic on Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's definitely <laughs> yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, this is off to a great start. What are we oh, even yeah. doing? What is this? Yeah. This is yeah, the yeah, podcast, yeah. I think, right? Is this, what ha- is this what happens when I do the intro? Yeah, Robert, you're not <laughs> yeah, this is your the fault. intro anymore. I like threw me off my game completely. <laughs> See, this is what happens whenever Robert does the intro. We start talking about feet. Oh man! Oh gosh! What the hell? <laughs> it all makes sense. <laughs> all right. Okay, blame me. So, welcome to the show, Cole. Um, so as you guys, uh, uh, probably have, uh, have realized, uh, Cole voiced, uh, Rainbow Dash in our last, uh, the last video that came out, our April Fool's episode, um, which has gotten great reception, I'm sure. Oh mm. yeah. People, people absolutely we love lost it. No, a like, few subs. <laughs> genuinely a few people were like pretty, like, were like, oh my gosh, you got me. This is so good. Like I, I, I did get some, some good comments, but I have seen a couple people on, uh, on Twitter and, uh, uh yeah, Robert mentioned we lost a couple subs. So I imagine there were a couple people you- who were, uh, 
Um, you were for so some reason, nervous ex- about posting it. <laughs> some people yeah. were expecting, like, I don't know, some, like, voice actress or something. Yeah, who's but, that? You know. It, it seems like most people uh, played along most with it, people, though. Most people were just like, ah, oh, you guys, you know, wagging their finger, like, oh, you got yeah. me. Yeah, it's April Fools. So yeah. if 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 he can't handle it, like, sorry guys, this is just that's just how we do. It's one day of the year. Yeah, we'll get you one day of the year. That's no it. worry. But yeah, so uh, Cole voiced Rain Bodash, and now he's uh, he's here for his actual episode. So Cole, why don't you tell us a little bit about uh, what you do, like with your because uh, uh, you do you've got two separate YouTube channels. Uh, yeah, tell uh, us a little bit about them. Well, my main channel is you know it's the PMV one. I've been doing PMVs for. Uh, the better part of like five, little bit more than five years, I guess. Um, And then the other channel is just whatever I feel like doing. There's no, I don't even try to make that consistent. Yeah. I've seen like you, you post uh, whenever you have like clips in an anthology or Mm -hmm. in like someone else's video, Uh, even uploaded like the video that came up on the, I think it was, was it the PMV panel? That the, the Bernie April's video. That was at the uh, anthology panel at, uh, at Harmony Con. Got it. Um, but um, you've uploaded, like, clips from those and such? Yeah, I mean, it, just, like, random, like, memes that I spend, like, 10 minutes on and just feel like uploading that don't fit my main channel. And then, you know, they get yeah. 150,000 views and I question my existence. But that's, uh, that's how it is. That's because YouTube's algorithms are cracked. Yeah. <laughs> You're a YouTuber in a nutshell. You're like, guys, please, please watch the videos that I spent, like, literally three, four years working on. Exactly. Please watch my actual videos. Don't watch this crappy video I made in, like, 30 minutes. Not even 30. <laughs> like, I mean, like, the anthology stuff is definitely things I put more time into. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's that Puss in Boots meme on my, my second channel that has, uh, literally, it has more views than every other video I've ever made combined, and it's, it's oh kind of, it's kind of whack, I don't know. Wow. It's what happens, that like, Wasn't that like a four-second video? Yeah, I mean, that's probably why, because it's four seconds long, and it's not like an investment for people, but yeah. it's, I still find it funny, more than anything, it's just silly, because I don't think views really matter anyway, I think the engagement matters more than anything. Um, yeah, yeah. And the comments yeah. on that video are so stupid, and it, it makes me laugh anytime there's just a comment like, I don't get it, or why is there a pony there? And it's like, just go away. <laughs> oh, it's really wonderful. Yeah, they, when you get those videos that blow up, uh, yeah. especially if they're like a short meme. Maynard, you, you, you have experience with that, Maynard. <laughs> People are just going to leave some of the most perfect, like, little little delicacies of comments. Mm. <laughs> In end pink pie. Um, <laughs> In end pink pie, what fuck is that? <laughs> that one's one of my personal favorites, but... No, I mean, like, I think... There was a cup there was a person on there who I think was really mad that it had a pony in it. So on like a couple of the comments, some people would say like, oh, 20% cooler joke because it has Rainbow Dash in it. So then the yeah. guy would just respond like multiple times. The the puss in boots is cool, but the pony is not. <laughs> <It's-> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I love that. You go, man. You you're really showing him. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Damn. You know I that when people uh, comment stuff like that, they're just sitting there like as they hit enter, there's this is gonna go so hard. <laughs> yeah. This yeah. shit's doing numbers. <laughs> it's just like three likes. Yeah. Yeah. They're like I showed him. Yeah. <laughs> He's never going to show his face around these parts ever again. Yeah, literally. Uh, you can't but, see my face right now if you're looking at this. Nope, nope no faces. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's wonderful. 
But um, so your main content is like uh, is PMVs, pony music videos. Correct. Uh, the friends of yours. Oh, my uh, best friends, I, of course. I I would consider PMVs friends of mine. Good. Unless um, we're talking but, John PMV. Oh no, not John no, PMV. Don't even. No, no, no. no. John, PMV, John PMV is huh? no friend of mine. But yeah, can you tell us a little bit about like your PMVs? Like what got you into making PMVs and uh, um, like what's the process behind that and everything? What really got me into making PMVs is uh, I've always just loved video editing. Like I've been a video editor for much longer. I've started video editing back in like 2012 when I was only oh, wow. like 13 years old. So. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, and uh, well, it's, if we go even further back, the thing that led me into video editing was designing roller coasters in a uh, program called No Limits uh, Roller Coaster Simulator. Nice, oh, nice, oh. nice. Of course, yeah. A- Ambi knows. Um, and like, it surprised me when I started video editing, like how similar some of like the uh, like the program's functions were. Like editing keyframes is surprisingly similar to like editing like joints on a roller coaster and all that. So oh. I think that really like aided me in a just beginning and working on keyframing and stuff. Yeah. The whole PMV thing didn't really begin until I was just kind of, well, cause I started making PMVs when I was, you know, uh, I was like 18, I think. Okay. Yeah. I feel like there is part of me who's like, Oh man, I wish I'd been doing this longer. But then I realized doing this longer, I would have been like 15 making PMVs and I don't know how good they <laughs> would be. Um, did you learn any about like, cause you said you've been doing video editing for a while as well. Did you like do any schooling for that or anything like that? Yeah. I mean, it started, uh, like I, it was right before high school. I started video editing. And then when I was going into high school, there was a class for that. So I was like, Oh, I already kind of am doing this. So I might as well take the class. So I did that all four years. So that's really like the only, uh, like schooling I've had about it. But like when it comes to the programs I currently use, I'm very much uh, self-taught with all the, uh, Adobe things because we were using final cut back in school and that's a it's a fascinating program so like you got a little bit of schooling but use the uh the the best teacher of all google no of course yeah i'm guessing but Mm -hmm. yeah like thinking back like when i got into the fandom which was back in uh late 2013 i feel like pmvs were like the thing that really like kicked into gear like me realizing that oh man i like this show a lot (laughs) because i watched the show once and you know seasons one through three were out um, yeah. and I didn't really go back to it, but like I was looking at some of the fan content, but it was the PMVs that really kind of made me like reflect on the show itself and be like, wow, th- this pony thing has actually like made something to me. Damn it. <laughs> like, <laughs> damn it. Yeah. I've become bronified. <laughs> Literally. It's really cool when you see like, uh, uh, like certain PMVs will pull from like scenes that I don't even like. There are times where I just forget things about the mm-hmm. show and I'll see something pop up and it's got like epic music behind it. I'm like, holy crap. Like, how did I miss this? This show is metal or like, yeah, right? or like just various things like, oh, my gosh, this uh, like. It, going back and seeing various scenes, like some things are like gut wrenching, mm-hmm. especially um, when it's like in a uh, like a newer context. I think when like you can use like whatever music you're using. Yeah. So uh, you mostly use like uh, um, I want to say most of the music that you use. So a lot of people will do PMVs based around like various pop songs mm-hmm. or like um, or even like fandom songs. But most of the stuff you've done. Uh, has been ha- are they like uh royalty free instrumentals or the, like what they're not royalty free no 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 um okay it's it's still like you know it's the same thing as other music on youtube it'll get claimed i mean that's i'm not doing it to uh, to rake in those youtube money dollars but <laughs> that that'd be nice but 
Yeah, I a lot of the music that I use is from an uh, artist that I have been following from. It, it, okay, so this is like a full circle thing because I discovered the Tom. So Thomas Bergerson, that's like the the musician that I always use you um for most of my PMVs. But I okay. discovered Thomas Bergerson through a pony video. Um, oh yeah, so it was right when season four came out uh, when there was like the Celestia Luna fight in the season four premiere. I, I wish I knew who made it. But somebody literally just took a, one of Thomas Bergerson's Two Steps from Hell songs and just like changed the background music to that. And I'm like, I like this music a lot. I'm going to look into this. Um, yeah. So, yeah, now here I am making PMVs to the same uh, t- music from the same person. And it's it's like all reliable. Like I, uh, I, it's, I don't really want to like move on to other artists as much because A, I know that the Thomas Bergerson stuff won't get taken down is one thing. And yeah. I just, I love working his music. There's like endless music that I can use. So I'll pretty much never run out. Like, That's awesome. So would you say that, well, I mean, I can't really ask this question because it's kind of obvious, but would you say that the, like that style of music is definitely what you prefer like editing to? Yeah. Cause it's the more like orchestral type stuff. It's because like, I think it can create like kind of like a writer's block kind of thing. Like, cause there's no words. So you have to kind of interpret mm-hmm. everything yourself, but it does provide, I think a better challenge. And w- I think the result ends up being more interesting because it's whatever I come up with and I don't have to worry about like, Oh yeah. You know, context of the, of the written word or anything. And it, it does make yeah. me wonder like if, <laughs> if Thomas Bergerson ever like stumbled upon one of my videos, what he would think, but I don't know what the chances of that are. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Like you, with stuff like that, you have to, you just let the visuals and the music speak for themselves. And I, I like just I, I like the medium of visual storytelling in general. Your visuals get like insane. Like oh. if if any of you <laughs> listening have not seen uh some of the stuff on the Studio Cinemagic channel, like go watch it. There's like crazy stuff with like like cutie mark kaleidoscope mm. things like going on and just like. Uh, having having visuals from the show along with like crazy like light effects and stuff and spinning around on like various axes and stuff. It's just it's super cool stuff. Yeah, because uh, <laughs> a lot of like the After Effects stuff where I do like all like the like particles and fireworks. I'm still really new to After Effects. Uh, I've known Premiere significantly longer. Um, but okay. what I think again, I, I hate to praise Adobe because anytime I feel like I do, people are just like running away and. <laughs> and like how dare you do that <laughs> but the one of the good thing is about the uh, adobe programs is once you know one i think learning another is not as difficult because it took me a, a while to learn premiere but when i got into uh like after effects i've only been using it like i said for a year and i'm figuring it out yeah well that that makes sense like having the consistency of the programs yeah like, i mean they're made by the same group they're probably going to reuse some stuff and mm-hmm. uh, have some things that carry over so that is that is pretty useful, I'd guess. A little um, bit. Although, okay, my, my rant about it, though, is there are, like, these little, like, random things that are inconsistent. <laughs> like, you'll have, like, just different, like, like, keyboard shortcuts. But you can also, like, you can just reset these keyboard shortcuts, which I guess is more of an inconvenience than anything, but... So, like, oh, so all the keyboard shortcuts, like, carry over. Yeah, so, like, okay, for example, um, like, Spacebar... Uh, in Premiere is like just to play. Like you, you just play the video, you pause the video, right? 
But by default in After Effects, it do I don't even remember what it does. It does something else, but I just reset it so it's play again because I was like, I don't want this to be whatever. Yeah, yeah, you set up your hotkeys yeah. and everything just so it like it actually... I, I do the same thing with games. I played mm. uh, Minecraft for the longest time and other games, like uh, most other games, you use the shift button to run, use the, the control button to crouch. Minecraft is the opposite. So literally every game, like right at the beginning, I have to I have to swap those keys around yeah, just right. so that you're not that good at adapting, are you? I know I like I like consistency sometimes. Yeah. Also, wait, I misspoke. It wasn't the space bar. It was the um the left and right like keys, like you know the arrow ones. So yeah, wait, yeah, yeah. So the in Premiere, you do left and right, and that goes frame by frame. That's what I wanted to fix. Space bar is always play. I feel like that's more universal. Mm -hmm. Mm, I misspoke. Yeah. Sorry, Adobe fans. I I'm a, I guess I'm not a professional as I claim to be. <laughs> oh, no. Well, uh, if you're not a professional, like, we only allow professionals. Yeah, all right. I'll just, I'll just leave. Goodbye, everybody. <laughs> no. Uh, no, cool. Yeah. It's PMV time. Exactly. <laughs> I, got, I got, like, permanent PMV brain. Like, I literally... Like, I'll even have points where, like, I try to take a break. And then, like, while I'm on break, I'm like, oh, but I got this new idea that I want to figure mm -hmm. out. And then it's just like, well, there goes that. It's so hard to get out of that mindset. Literally. And it feels like I've brought this up before. Maybe you can relate. But it feels like you get your best ideas when you can't actually do anything with them. Literally, I'll be like, I don't even know. I'll be like, I'll be not home. And then it's like, oh, wait, it hit me. I, need, I know what I need to do. But I'm hours away from my house. No. <laughs> like, Yeah. It sucks. <laughs> yeah. And then you get but, to the uh, computer and you lose it all. You just stare at it for like multiple hours. Like, like wait, what was I thinking What was about? I thinking? How do I? Wait a minute. What, what button? What button copies and pastes? What? <laughs> how do I breathe? Yeah, how do I breathe? I've had similar moments whenever I'm like, okay, I want to like, you know, search. I have plans to like search something up on YouTube and then, but I'm in the middle of something. And then once I've done that something, I'm like, what was I searching up? Oh, that happens all the time. <laughs> it's like when you go downstairs and you're like, why did I come down here? You know? Yeah, literally every day. That That's definitely a daily thing where, you know, I think you, I feel like sometimes it's just like you get so like distracted that you're purposefully like making yourself more distracted. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's very easy at, at my job. We have a, like a corner that you have to pass by. Like it's just a, it's just a corner that separates the front and the back, like the kitchen and like the, the back, the freezer where like we store all this stuff. So you're in the front, you're like, oh shoot, I'm out of like carrots or something. <laughs> and you walk around the corner, we call it the corner of forgetfulness. Because as soon as you walk around that corner, like your mind is blank. Oh yeah. You have no idea what you were just doing. And you go back up and you're like, oh yeah, carrots. And then you go back and actually get it. <laughs> and yeah, it's the, it's the same thing when you're editing. You know, a Ambi hasn't said much this entire conversation. Yeah, what's your thoughts, Amazar? How distracted are you? I'm not as distracted as I am extremely tired. Oh, well. <laughs> that enough. is totally fair. Fair enough. I mean, I'm the kind of person who, like, I just get distracted by everything. Well, yeah. I feel that ADHD. on a spiritual level. <laughs> like, I was just staring at the RGB in my computer. Just like, ooh. <laughs> oh, yeah. Something about yeah. PMVs. Oh, what's going on? Like, <laughs> Yeah. Oh shoot, we're doing a podcast. Oh, a little yeah. bit. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Uh, oh, that's right. Welcome to Out of Our Veins, <laughs> where colorful horses is something. Uh, yeah, yeah. We started talking about feed picks, and then everything else was a blur. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's all you remember. That's all you're gonna get. That's all you're gonna get from this.
I only remember the feet. <laughs> now I can't cut yeah, that right? at the beginning of the episode. Uh, oh my god. Man. No, but like, speaking of just being like tired and stuff, like, there'll be days where I, I literally, I will have an editing like session that lasts beyond 24 hours because I just get significantly too into uh, it. Yeah. And uh, when you're just like sucked into yeah, it. Yeah. And I, I don't know how. Uh, how good that is for my health, but it's good for the videos. Uh, I'm sure you're uh, probably, fine. Pro- probably not the best for your health, but, but then you I know. sleep for like twelve hours, so whatever. Yeah, yeah. It all it it, it adds up mm-hmm. somehow, right? Like that yeah. math, you know. Yeah, math pe- related to science, you know. People suffer for art all the time. I'm sure it's all right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm uh, over here suffering. About, yeah, I mean that's how you get through our capitalist society. <laughs> exactly. Um, don't get real over here, okay? Let's not <laughs> yeah. get too real. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're, we're always we're, real. We're just real. a pony podcast. Let's not get. <laughs> <laughs> you might be ponies. Have you seen me? Yeah, Cole, Cole looks like the one lucky brony that finally found the portal. Literally, you found the portal. He's rocking the pants though. He does have ponies on him. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I figured you would have to be a brony to go out of your way that far to look for it. <laughs> You'd have to be a diehard brony. I told you, it was, it was in an uh, abandoned mall here in New Jersey, so I just got lucky. There you go. I feel like most of the time, though, like people people will tell that sort of story as if it's like a complete accident or something. Yeah, right? Like, like you're whoa. not looking for it. I got They're sucked into like, the back oh. rooms. <laughs> Uh, I'm the main character, so it's I saw like, a light. Nobody like acc- else saw. Like in the normal, like general, like fan fiction territory, it's an accident. But like, let's be real. If that happened in real life, it'd be someone who was actively looking for it. Yeah, right. I would love a human in a quest story where they kind of show up and literally nobody really cares. Or it's like, eh. like I've been to a world with like- a bunch of you. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> wow, third one this week. <laughs> There's another third one. one this week. <laughs> It's like another gator. <laughs> Give me that shuffle kind of thing. Like, again, like G G one had humans, so I mean, it's not yeah. impossible. Oh shit! It's Megan. What up? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, Megan. What's up, girl? When are they gonna bring Megan into G five? <laughs> We're just gonna get <laughs> real people. It's not even animated. It's just a live action person, like oh <laughs> like hopped into it. It's just a live action person superimposed onto the scene. The very like obvious yellow wig. <laughs> With like it's and, and very like poorly cropped out green screen and it's clearly like an adult trying to be a kid they're like 50 it's like hey everyone i'm 12 they they got the voice but the the physique is just not there someone else is doing the voice and they're trying their best to lip (laughs) yeah they're just like smoking a cigarette and like on camera like hey ponies what up (laughs) (laughs) chocolate i remember when they first invented chocolate give me green children um, you're talking about all the humans at Equestria stuff. Um, my first, um, I've written a few fan fictions. Most of them will be oh. impossible for people to find mm-hmm. or at least link back to me. Thankfully, they're under the name Schmambalar. But <laughs> on podcast, so you're gonna do a live podcast reading? Yeah, right. right. Here we go. Uh, no, but Yo, when I was 14, lore. my first fan fiction I ever released, which is deleted now, thankfully. Oh, but God. the first fan fiction ever released was a human and equestria fan fiction. But the thing is, I didn't really read fan fiction. I just discovered that a website for it existed, which is, of course, fan fiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I've always had this idea of like, what if I, what if like a human was turned into a pony, went to equestria? And I wrote oh. that story thinking like, oh, this is going to be great. And then when <laughs> I posted, I was so confused because like the five people that actually saw it and commented on it, they were just like, oh, God, another one of these. 
So yeah, yeah. like you're like they I'm came up like, with this what? super original idea. Yeah, I'm gonna, <laughs> I got this Owl City song. I'm gonna make a PMV too. Like, come on, <laughs> this song called "Don't Stop." Yeah, I don't think there's ever been a video made to that. <laughs> it's it's the song called "When Can I See You Again" by Owl City. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh! No, I'm gonna do the Minecraft version. When will I craft this again? It's gonna be so great. <laughs> I think that's how do I craft this again, you plebeian. No, no, mine's different. Wow. <laughs> Yours is different. I have a couple old fan fictions out there as well. But, you know, that was like back in my early days of the fandom. Well, well what, made it, what made it worse is that my, uh, the uh, OC that I put in there, he, he turned into an alicorn. Oh, of course. Oh, so you no. can imagine people being like, no. <laughs> I, um... <laughs> I have written one fan fiction in my life, but it's not a pony fan fiction. Um, this was oh. this was pre fandom, like actually right before because it was like early 2013. Ooh. I wrote a Sly Cooper fan fiction. If Yo, anyone's ever base. played the Sly the Cooper Sly, games, beat liking Sly Cooper, fucking base though. Literally, because like if okay, s- spoilers for the end of a well, not a vague spoilers I'll say for the end of a Sly Cooper Thieves in Time, but mm-hmm. it ended on a cliffhanger, and of course, me being like most people, I was not happy about it, so I was like, so I'm gonna write. Like what the fifth game should be man. Yeah, so that's oh, what i no. did and I, of course i'm like 14 when i'm doing this so i yeah. i haven't read it i don't know how good it is i probably should look back and see what the you hell should, i wrote you should <laughs> i've looked back on my stories and like just to give you an, it, like i wrote the stories when i was really when i was like really into my little pony and also disney so that, oh, if that so that tells you a lot of what the the contents might be. I wrote uh I guess I guess it was technically a fan fiction, but there was a time where I was trying to run like a blog. That oh. was like a that was like a Pokemon Maynard fan blogger. Fiction. Yeah, um, a Pokemon fan fiction blog. Yeah, I was like uh how old was I? Okay, look my guy, pick a struggle. I was like 11 okay. or 12. <laughs> just pick one of them no i was taking them all mm. all of the cringe yeah yeah it was like uh i think it was like it was like two characters it was like like a boy and a girl like going through the like the kalos region i had everyone's like oh you were probably like a hardcore like like shipper like putting that no i just i was just like no there's these two friends who are going through so it's just the kalos region and it was terribly written. It was like oh. super cliche and everything. Well, you said was, you wrote it, it when you were eleven, so I, I feel unless yeah. you're like <laughs> gifted, I feel like that was a given. Maybe I was. Maybe I was twelve. I might have been twelve. Well, yeah. oh dang. Well, if you were twelve, then you know. Oh, that's fine. Oh yeah. 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 <laughs> I mean, when you look back on your old stuff and you cringe, I mean that means you have improved. So that's a good yeah. thing. Like the one thing that I could say is like stayed relatively consistent for my story is the fact that my pony Sona has remained relatively the same. Um, like, even the Sona I'm using now, that was the, the Sona I used in that Didn't story. Didn't used to be a Pegasus, though? Yes, it used to be a Pegasus, and I changed to a Unicorn, and also changed the cutie mark. Mm. More like Pegasus. Yeah. Ooh. Shut uh, the hell up. Boom, 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 boom. Boom, boom, boom. I'm gonna do, like, a vine boom sound effect. Good, good, yeah. We'll be, like, 2020 again. I'm sorry, Mater, go. I'm going to, like... Put in my resignation for this podcast. Um, <laughs> I'm done. I'm damn. Done. Wait, 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 wait. You can you can do that. Yes, you can. Yeah, you can just resign from the podcast. Yes. 
Okay, well, uh, I'm witnessing gone. the breakup of fun. a century. Thank you guys very much. There's a blood contract. <laughs> All right, um, Maynard, you're going to do this a lot. Cole, you can take my spot. I'm out of here. Damn it. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm down for that. Heck yeah. All right. I'll have to fit it into my mambo schedule. Hey, hey, uh, hey, 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 wait, wait, wait. No, Robert, you can't leave if I leave first. Watch. Uh, well, damn it. I got some stuff. I guess I'll be the new guest on your podcast. <laughs> okay. All right, never oh, mind. My union quit on bad. me. I have to come back. No, but like speaking of like cringe and stuff, like man, when I look back at some of my first PMVs, like I don't think they're bad. I feel like I actually got like I think my first like content is fine, but there's just so many things I would do completely differently. Like I don't, I don't think I've looked back and seen them yet. Oh my god, you're a fake fan. <laughs> I am a fake fan. I'm sorry, Cole. Bro, I know everything about Cole. I know what color underwear he has on right now. Oh yeah, prove it. He's not wearing underwear. It's a trick question. Damn it. Always. Whoa. <laughs> Everybody knows we record these podcast sessions naked. Literally. I mean, exactly. It's not a, that it's not exactly a secret. Cole, yeah. It's, but, it's an open secret. Yeah. Um, well, okay. Never mind. I'm not going to make that joke. <laughs> do it. <laughs> please. We can bleep it. Knowing you, AMB, please don't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking about jokes you can't make. Um, <laughs> okay, so. So everyone knows everyone's a big fan of like the uh, the ponies the anthology series ah, yes. where they Classics. what is that you know they make the most family friendly yeah um, made for you kids know, joke videos with all those for uh, kids. what does YouTube use kid directed signals that's definitely part of anthology something like that yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, jokes aside if you haven't heard of the anthologies yeah they are incredibly crude yeah watch anthology <laughs> it's the best watch them they're great um but yeah. Mega content warning. But anyways, um, so you worked on the latest anthology. Correct. How did you end up like uh, uh, getting involved with that? Like, did you just have like someone you you met and they found out about your stuff and were like, oh, like, let's get you on? Or did you ask or like how that happened? They broke well, into his house and they're just like, hey, you're doing this. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, that's pretty accurate. No. Um, so I'm trying to like. Because uh, the, the short answer is Jay Haller contacted me and said, want to be part of Anthology? And I was like, fuck yeah. And then I was part of Anthology. But I think the, awesome. the long of it is, uh, you know, I've made content. I guess it's considered quality content. So I was Quarter in the now. consideration for it. And uh, yeah, I was asked. That's it's, it's, it's not that interesting. It's like, hey, if you want to be part of Anthology, you got to make things. They have so to be it's good. Like, it's just like, hey, oh, want to be part of us? Okay, now hey, you're part of yeah. us. I'm halfway there. There you go. Like, there we go. It <laughs> is invite only, though. So I'm just. I am not I'm, at I'm liberty on that. <laughs> Jay Holler, you don't gotta. You don't gotta worry. You don't gotta be modest around me. Like, all like you can. You can slide into my DMs about that <laughs> anytime. Like, don't worry about anyway, it. Anyway, again, I am not at liberty to uh, give any information on the future of anthology. Uh, <laughs> I am oh, hopeful. Wait, that's the whole reason we got you on here. You were supposed to tell us about everything. I am hopeful for more. It is not up to me. Uh, no, I, I will say if there is more, I will absolutely be part of it. If there isn't, then I'll cry. Uh, oh, there you go. That is I'll, totally. I'll, fair. I'll buy you that cookie that I promised by Rainbow Dash. Yeah, he stole my cookie, so it makes up for it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Speaking of uh, both the anthology and Rainbow Dash, mm, yeah. there's been like a there's been a colorful cast of characters that you've uh, you've come up. Oh with. yeah, okay. Well, I like that alliteration. Yeah. Um, Ooh. 
uh, that have shown up in the anthology. We've got Rainbow Dash, who uh, our audience is uh, familiar with. <laughs> Painfully familiar. <laughs> We've also got like Bernie April. Oh, the legend. And, uh, uh, what was his name? Bobby. Bobby uh, Jones. Bobby Jones. Yes. Yeah. So what's the like? What's the story behind those okay. characters? This is great. So like my way of coming up with character names is to just think of a name that exists and just change the words a little bit. <laughs> so obviously okay. like Rainbow Dash. If you couldn't tell, it's Rainbow Dash, but I put the space somewhere else. Uh, well, I've no, never yeah, connected I know, the dots on that. That's genius. Yeah. But like Bernie Aprils is literally just me like taking on Billy Mays and just again it's Bernie instead of Billy and April oh instead my of gosh. May. Like that's <laughs> literally Bobby Bobby Jr. Well, okay, Bobby we're gonna get a little again. Anthology is NSFW, and if you saw the thing he was in, um, very intentionally, the uh, initials for Bobby Junes is BJ uh, <laughs> because if you saw oh, that gosh. short, just a little, you know, he was the CUM just... specialist. <laughs> Of course, yeah, a uh, very class individual. Yeah, and that whole. Um, <laughs> so I'll start with the Rainbow Dash short because that one I think uh, is one of my more like improvised things. I was really just up really late one day, and I was in my like kind of like drunken tired mode. If you ever get to that, where you're just so tired that you feel oh, stupid. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And then I'm like literally just like, like kind of like pacing around my room as I often do. And just kind of trying to think of just stuff. And it wasn't even for anthology. I was just thinking of stuff for whatever PMV I was working on at the time. And so I got this idea of like, oh, what if I like was making a, a really obvious PMV like to a, a music that most people know. So being like the Pirates of the Caribbean theme. I feel like a lot of people know what that is. But then I have somebody yep. just come interrupt and explain the joke because like, oh, in anthology, there's a lot of... Uh, just ob obscure stuff that obviously a lot of people won't get. So <laughs> I had this idea of like, okay, so what if this person is like the worst kind of brony. Like just the person of like they come to, it's like the kind of person that if they're at like at a convention and they confront you, you're just like, oh, uh-huh, yeah, um, I gotta go, but I'm glad to meet you. <laughs> like that kind of person, you know, yeah, yeah. you know. So that's where Rain Bodash was born. Just this kind of guy that's always like, hey, so, so if you want to come to my panel, it's starting soon, but it's, it's gonna be, you know, I know it's overlapping with your panel, but you, you can make it, right? Come on, it's, you, come on. Like, it's that kind of, <laughs> of course. that kind of like obnoxious person who you wouldn't really categorize as like a bad person, just someone who's very unaware of themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I, that, that's sacrilege. Rainbow Dash would never do that. Well, no, you're right. yeah, Rainbow Dash is perfect. Yeah, I mean, when Rainbow Dash goes to a convention, they just get rid of all the other guests and just have him do all the panels because nobody would attend <laughs> them anyway, right? Well, he owns yeah. NASA, so he does own NASA. That's true. Oh, yeah, but um, about that part of the lore, yeah, the lore, the lore keeps expanding with Rainbow Dash. Uh, but speaking of yeah, expanding lore with Bernie Aprils, um, <laughs> oh my god, so that short was much more of a a non-impromptu thing. Like, the Rainbow Dash short I literally made in one day while being extremely tired, and I literally took one... Of course. That, like, when I recorded that thing, that was one take. I just used it. <laughs> like, I didn't... <laughs> um, but, no, the Bernie Aprils uh, Center for Unappreciated Mares, that was significantly more planned. Uh, oh, you can tell. A very uh, yeah. precisely written script. <laughs> so yeah. I needed every <laughs> single line to be an innuendo in some way. Like, <laughs> of course. And my thing with like comedy and like writing is I hate when the joke is over explained. Like when you have that kind of like, yeah. like okay, 
if you were to do that same short, but then someone else, like a third character named like Bill comes in, like, oh, look, he's the normal guy. And then he's like, oh, I'm Bill. Your guys are stupid. What are you, what are you doing? This is, you realize what you're saying? It says come. Like, why would, I hate that in comedy <laughs> so much. It pisses me. Ooh, I'm getting heated. So, so you hate, um, you hate Brian from Family Guy. I guess. Or you just hate family guy just, in general <laughs> i just don't like people that explain the joke and like the the joke is now oh there's somebody who's the normal one and they're they're ta- they're saying what the joke is <laughs> so basically you hate straight man comedy i guess i feel like uh i think a- the thing it's not so much the straight man comedy i think it's just the fact that explain the joke kind of ruins it yeah you gotta just let it be i feel like What's the what the what is it that I said? Just like let the joke live. Don't 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 ruin it. Essentially, yeah. Okay, but I I personally like the uh, like the necromancy approach where you kill the joke and oh, yeah. then you kill it so hard that it comes if, back. If that's the intention, like an anti humor thing, that's great. It's just when it's like because that's what Rainbow Dash is. You know, essentially, it's the kind of yeah, exactly. Um, but it's the it's the it's the equivalent of the comedy where something awkward happens and someone goes um awkward it's like that's so stupid stop some kind of sitcom yeah, bullshit it, no thank you <laughs> or yeah. you know you could take my approach to comedy and that's not be funny in the first place so there's no joke to ruin you know that's there honestly go. a good idea yeah i think we need to just stop being funny yeah bold of you to assume i ever started <laughs> you, just, you just have rainbow dashed interrupting the uh <laughs> So as you can see, you might have missed this, but the Center for Unappreciated Bears is like, it says come, you know? And oh, I, no. If you don't know what come is, then it's just like... In case you don't know, so know what right that is. So Rainbow Dash is basically that straight man that explains the joke. Literally, but with Rainbow Dash, that's the point. If, if, you're, yeah. if you're actually trying to be funny with it, like, I don't know, it's so hard to explain. So the joke yeah, is yeah, that he's it. trying to explain the joke. Yeah. It's all about presentation yeah. in the end, I think. You know, you, yeah. I think you can make anything funny if you present it well. Yeah, yeah. you um, see, if you pile on enough layers of irony, eventually you can overlook it. Exactly. Yeah. Well, that's that's why you call it. Uh, that's why it's called irony because yeah. you like iron all the wrinkles of the. Uh, that was a stupid joke. Anyway, no, beautiful. Uh, moving going, on. So the reason it's funny actually is because like an iron. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, in an attempt to dig us out of whatever the heck we're in right now, <laughs> yeah, I like right. to think that since we're talking about like straight man comedy, there's going to be somebody upset in the comments going like, straight people can be funny. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's not true. Yeah. That's that's a false Yeah, you have no to be gay to be humorous. That's like, that's the oh. rule. <laughs> Agreed. <laughs> straight people aren't real. No, no. Straight people me. aren't real. No. <laughs> have you ever seen one? Like, come on. <laughs> have you ever seen one straight people are just a hologram like the moon yeah this this would be a very interesting uh conversation to have with just random people like hey <laughs> you know straight people aren't real yeah. straight people aren't real it's just ponies like a yeah it's like a, like a, one of those like people who just ask random people on the street questions oh of course i wonder if that's how shippers look at the so, world what would we classify oh rainbow gosh. dash as then what in terms of sexuality <laughs> Just in general. <laughs> we don't need to go into just, just in general. In ge- oh, uh, Rainbow Dash is... Rainbow uh, Dash is like an anomaly. peak sexuality. An anomaly, yeah. gotcha. Yeah. 
Oh, Rainbow Dash, you look up Chad in the dictionary. Yeah, if you look up Chad in the dictionary, you get a picture of Rainbow Dash. <laughs> if you look up her sexuality, just said Rainbow, Rainbow Dash, sexuality. Yes. <laughs> Here you go. True. Yes. Pronouns, your mom. Who? <laughs> Born, pretty oh. sure. Boom, fine, boom. Uh, roll it go. out. Yeah. Cut it. We, we like, Send it to the press. Um, yep. Get get on like Hasbro. You hearing us? Th- th- this is gold. Yeah, the Hasbro. Birth, it, yesterday, Hasbro. If you want to pay me an exorbitant amount, I will give up Rainbow Dash the IP, and uh, I will live off of those royalties forever. So please take it. You know Hasbro. That's a pretty sweet deal. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You, when you think about it, it'll be easy to animate because you know you got that Flash puppet, and we all know how lovely of a program Adobe Animate is. So come on. No, wait, I feel like part of the character is not having, like, any other frames. Yeah, literally, any, they, like, just, actual they just float around. <laughs> yeah, It's yeah. like a storyboard, <laughs> but it's part of the completed animation. Yeah. Rainbow Dash is solely animated via keyframing. Wasn't there a character like that somewhere in something? I'm losing my brain right now. Hang on. I think one, of was- these days, one of these days in one video, Rainbow Dash is going to move, and it's going to... Sc- be like a jump scare yeah like <laughs> literally oh my gosh. like the eye moves to face the camera and it's like oh no yeah, rainbow dash oh, horror no. when it's coming oh no my soul my body. starting to achieve like movement oh no we don't want that to happen we don't want that to happen rainbow Who dash knows? is becoming <laughs> sentient rainbow uh, dash is becoming oh my god sentient. it's like the fucking shaggy meme they're only using one percent of their power oh, oh no gosh. they do it for for yeah. our sake not theirs yeah right SCPRB has escaped. Now imagine if Bernie <laughs> April's used more than one percent of their power. Oh, oh no! Don't e- don't even oh, go God. there. Don't even <laughs> yeah, go right? there, man. You tr- you try and give Rainbow Dash hair physics, and just half the planet disappears. Yeah, right. Oh no! It's too powerful. Gosh. Bernie April's he's coming for you. Don't don't. He's gonna get Shaggy's found a worthy opponent. Yeah, but Shaggy versus Bernie April's. Oh my gosh! The the next death battle yes. is on Screw Tech. There <laughs> my like dream. Is for Bernie Aprils to get like recognized, just like beyond the fandom, like just just have him be like an internet figure that people just know. <laughs> like that would yeah, be yeah. so great. That would be wonderful. <laughs> um, we have way too many uh, more ideas for the uh, the Bernie Aprils saga. It's gonna be great. So who? Okay, I, I have to ask this: Who is Bernie Aprils? Like the are we like, like IRL now? Yeah, is this like a friend of yours? Yeah, that's my friend. Like, uh, my friend Windber. He's uh, been a friend for the longest time. Uh, we met in high school, and yeah, we're just we've been friends ever since. Nice. Uh, is he into MLP at oh, all? Yeah, yeah that's, did he that's just... why we became friends. Uh, that's yes. a oh, okay. that's a fun okay. story. <laughs> yeah, Maynard. I'm glad you asked who he was because I didn't know who he was, but at that point, I was just going with it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, well, I know who Bernie Aprils is. Yeah. I just don't know the man behind Bernie Aprils. No, yeah, oh, okay, so now I still look stupid. Great, I'm glad I no, shared that little piece of honesty. Yeah, you're welcome, Ambie. Yeah, shout out to Winber. Ambie, you just, you're just not a true cold honors tag. I know, you don't I know all my not. lore, my, my address, my cards, come on. Well, I know what color <laughs> underwear you're wearing, and that's, that's what true. really matters. That's, that's what's really important in life. Yeah. That's how you really get we to know We need to find person. out his favorite cut of meat next. You talking about me? What is no? What is Bernie April's favorite cut of meat? Yeah. Um, I think Bernie April's can't afford a lot of meat, so he just gets whatever falls off the truck. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah, and puts a little bit of salt on it. Yeah, he's, he's done some wonderful things with intestines. 
Yeah. Oh, gosh. Puts a little, yeah, sponsored by salt. Oh, my God. Sponsored by salt. I did I did want to um, bring it back to, well, since we're already talking about the characters, you are, so before I met you at Harmony yes. Con, I knew that you made Pony Music videos. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even realize that Rainbow Dash and that, that it was you in the <laughs> anthology. Like, I didn't, I, I had no idea until I met you at the convention. And so, like, we're pulling up, I see, like, your community guest on there. I'm like, okay, uh, like, this guy makes PMVs, so he's probably gonna be, like, uh, you know, generally, when it's just bronies in general, I just assume everyone's gonna be, like, super socially awkward. Man, you have some of the most charisma I've ever seen yes. at a horse convention. Uh, one of my Which many masks. might not be saying a lot, but... <laughs> but, um, yeah, so where does that, like, come from? Because obviously the characters you've made are very expressive. You as a person, like, you stole the stage as a community guest. Yeah, like, you, don't, you don't find the Riz Mater. You're born with it. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, it's like Maybellina. Well... I, I did do a lot of theater in high school, you know, and like that tracks. I feel like there's a big difference, like just when you're in front of a camera versus in front of a crowd, you know? Yeah, Um. that makes sense. Yeah, it's it's strange. It kind of like the moment you're on stage, it's just like it kind of just goes away and then you can. So as long as like the the audience is having a good time, I feel like, you know, that's what matters. So I'm always just like conscious of, hey, make sure that people are, you know, getting their money's worth, so to say. Yeah. And that it's like, and you know, you want to be like, you want to feel like it's a, you're deserved to be there. Like you wouldn't want a community guest that people kind of look at and are just like, why did they invite that guy? He does like, you know? Well, yeah, you you gotta make a good impression. Yeah. And especially because it was my first time. I feel like we put so much pressure on ourselves in that sense. I can't Mm. talk without interrupting people. I'm sorry. No, I think I was interrupting (laughs) you. It's, it's, it's okay. I just, I feel like, especially for, because we were both community guests for the first time at HarmonyCon, mm-hmm. I don't know about you, so I'm not going to speak for you, but I know I personally, I was just like, everything I do has to go right, I have to be funny, I have to be entertaining, I have to be cool to meet for the first time, because, you know, they're taking a chance on me, because I'm like a nobody, and I'm so small, and they gave me a community guest spot, and I have to make it work. I have to make them feel like yeah. they didn't make a mistake. Yeah, I mean, it's, I think, relatively similar for me, but uh, I wasn't, probably wasn't as worried about it. I mean, like, in terms of, like, other conventions I've been to where I wasn't a community guest. I wouldn't say it was that different other than like participating in community guest things like being in opening ceremonies and the, the community yeah. guest panel. Um, yeah. I was expecting you to go like, man, I don't know what you're on about. Like, I was so chill the whole time. Oh, yeah, you kidding? No <laughs> nerves at all. I literally just, I rode the whole weekend like a like a fairground Ferris wheel. No. <laughs> I, I was gonna, if you weren't gonna say that, I was gonna make a joke about like, you know, if I were a community guest, like, I wouldn't be nervous at no. all, you know? Like, I would just be up there. Fucking <laughs> no, like, no, there's there's no lack of nerves. I think it's just, uh, again, being a, being a former theater kid, uh, I'm very mm. much uh, atoned to the experience of being in front of an audience yeah. and knowing one and what not to do. And again, I, I think I'm definitely like rusty. Like I look back at some of the footage of me like doing stuff, and I'm like, oh man, all right, next time I, I won't yeah. do that little thing Nick's or whatever. Like, I could have done this. I shouldn't have done that kind of situation. Mm. Oh yeah, but you know, yeah. I hope there is a next time. You know what they say: you are your own worst critic. So. But yeah, like I just said, it's the same with the PMVs. Like I look back at them and I'm like, ah, no, wait, I need to do that I wish differently. I yeah. 
if I only just spent one more day, like. Yeah. So being a theater kid, like obviously, like I know, I know of at least one oh, play of that you were <laughs> in. Um, but um, but yeah, like, have you had like any specific memories from doing like doing theater, like any musicals or plays that you were in that oh, like super stick yeah, out to you? You had a super fun time. You're doing sending me back to my to my childhood days. Here that's, we go. That's, yeah. that's the uh, show. <laughs> but um. No, yeah. So I feel like the two notable like roles that I've had was we'll start with the, we'll start with the funny one, and that was uh, being Shrek and Shrek the Musical my senior yes. year. Oh yeah. yes, <laughs> the meme lord. You got to I play God. Picture. Yeah, it's if beautiful. if you, I'll send the photo. You could like slice it in because it's just so funny to see me in the friggin' Shrek costume. But um. Oh man, it was really good too. Yeah, uh, that was like again. I didn't do the makeup. I was just sitting there for it. I was. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. surprised that they actually put a lot of budget into making sure that my uh, Shrek makeup didn't look like garbage, which is I think really good for a high school show. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, that was such a more difficult role than I was anticipating. Because uh, we'll talk about the role I had before this. That was you know like the big one, but like being Shrek. Like, it was so physically demanding, like, wearing, like, the fat suit and, like, having that, like, big rubber thing on my head with the, the Shrek head. I'd imagine um, it was hot yeah. in there. And there was so... Shrek has so many songs in that show, so a lot of singing that I had to do. Mm-hmm. And, like, a lot of just... A lot of dialogue to remember, and it's all, like, the again, the comedic timing kind of thing that you had to get. Yeah. And just a lot... Like, it was just way more physical than I was anticipating it being. So that that show took a lot out of me. After that weekend was done, I was so dead. I, like, I, I, I can imagine. I think... Yeah, I remember just taking, like, two days off of school, and my teachers were like, yeah, we saw your performance, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) That um, makes sense. And did you you have that thing where, like, you had to do, like, multiple in the same day, or was it just the one performance? No, yeah, so we had four days, so it wasn't one or two in the same day, uh, luckily. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, we did... uh, But it was... It was four separate performances. Yeah, but like going from the late show, because it was like eight o'clock, I think the Saturday, to do a two o'clock show Sunday. And then, you know, the cast party is Saturday night, so all of us are just balls tired. Oh, man. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. But, man, I th- it's funny because I felt like that show, I, I know, now I'm just reminiscing about my, my high school days, and you're just like, oh, okay. But, uh, man, that's, <laughs> that matinee show was so emotional because we were, you know, it's my senior year, and, uh, well, what a what a what a life! What a time to be alive! Was that wait? That was your senior like senior year uh, production? Yeah, for high school. Yeah. Whoa, going off with a that's, bang with Shrek. Yeah, right. And then so yeah, the awesome. the year before that, I was um, Chef Louis and Little Mermaid for high school, oh, which was nice. probably uh, the most fun role I've ever had in a show. It because I could just be such a goofy idiot on stage. Like That's and I could just improvise and just do whatever. And my fake mustache kept falling off, so I was just making jokes about it on stage, and people were laughing. Yeah, <laughs> like that oh was gosh. like there's there's something about like doing something on stage and hearing the audience laugh that is so rewarding because it's like immediate. I think. It means that you're funny. Yeah, I guess so. I'm I'm funny. Give me money. That's the. That's <laughs> there we go. It's like I'm funny. I will take your money now. <laughs> yeah. But uh, the more serious role that I've played uh, in uh, theater is um, Jean Valjean and Les Mis. That was not oh, a high school. That was it oh, was wow. during my high school days, but it was with a community theater thing. Oh, uh, very, very, oh. very different from Shrek. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I'd imagine. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so much, 
music to remember. Oh my god, it's because again, that show is all music. There's no words. It's all. I mean, obviously, you know, Shrek and Les Mis go hand in hand. Obviously. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're both stories about a a guy who got you know dealt a bad hand and had to deal with it, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, that's, that's yeah. good enough. Yeah, if you stretch it, far yeah, enough, you know, you if know. you stretch anything far enough, I think My Little Pony's about that too. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my, yeah, my little pony and Les Mis are interchangeable let's be real yo I yeah, never, they're pretty, never they're thought pretty similar that stories way. definitely like there's there's a lot of like drama like not not the drama of drama but like ba- ba- bad <laughs> yeah. drama that was on the history of that show but I, I don't need to get into that but it's still an experience that yeah. uh I, I don't regret it or anything but mm. ooh some 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 uh Let's just say some bad actors were involved in the production of that oh, show that uh, no. I don't need to get into here. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that'll happen. You're gonna, you're gonna, but... you're gonna spare us the spiciness? Come on, man. Uh, listen, <laughs> this is gonna be released publicly, and it's 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 a bit too personal. Yeah, yeah, we we don't need to we don't need to get into that. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we could just talk spiciness about you know other people in the fandom. That's fine, right? Like John PMB. Yeah, yeah. yeah like John PMB. Fuck that. Guy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, screw that guy. Uh, screw John BMV. All my homies hate yeah. John BMV. He hacked yeah. my Tesla um, and stole it. <laughs> no way. Yeah. Uh, something else. I'm surprised we haven't uh, talked about this because I like it was brought up kind of like it was brought up a tiny bit. Um, but I wanted to know like how did you get into MLP exactly? Oh yeah, because I know you mentioned yeah. he was dragged, was, kicking like, and the, screaming like the rest of the us. The golden, the golden question, <laughs> dragging and screaming. Yes. Yeah. Um, so it was, again, it was like late 2013, it's like September around then, and I had just started high school. Um, and, uh, so like, I, it was a new high school too, so I like, I knew some people because it was like still in the relative area, but I didn't know a lot of people. So, you know, yeah. it's like the classic story of, oh man, I was lonely, and one day on Netflix I saw this little thing. But um, it started, uh, I was really into the to Wreck-It Ralph at that time, because it was a movie. And I okay. really Wreck-It it. Ralph is such a good movie. It, it is, is a great movie. It is, yeah. I gotta rewatch it. Real quick, can I share like my hottest hot take ever? <laughs> oh, hell yeah, please yeah. do. I love our hot takes. I love, I love Ralph Breaks the Internet and You Can't Stop Me. Okay. Anyway, moving on. Really? Okay. Moving like, on. That's, that's fine. <laughs> I personally think that the movie, like, because of all the dead reference, it's going to age very poorly. <laughs> like, Probably, but very I, I, poorly. I love it. But I saw it and that's all it matters. I don't, like, Guys, it, I, don't, I don't know if I can do this anymore. There are, there yeah, are, right? worse, anyway. there are worse sequels out there. I'll give it that. <laughs> anyway, back to the, the pony story. Um, yeah, I want to hear horses. Yeah, horses. This is a pony podcast, not a Wreck It Ralph podcast. <laughs> not anymore. Oh, damn it. Okay. Um, it's a no! Pixar podcast now. <laughs> Pixar. So about uh, that Toy Story five. Oh my god, no. So yeah, the as we know, there's uh, the YouTuber uh, Toucan LDM who does the My Little Pony Meets series, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so I saw I was oh just on gosh. a string of watching a uh, Wreck It Ralph related videos, and mm-hmm. then I saw My Little Pony Meets Wreck It Ralph. So I'm like. All right, what's this? <laughs> and, you're like, yeah. you're like half interested because Wreck It Ralph. Yeah, so that is the worst question you can possibly ask. What's this? Uh, yeah, right. That's just the start. <laughs> it of, is literally <laughs> like, start look at me now. Um, that one question led you here, and uh, yeah, so I saw that and I was like, huh. I didn't get a lot of the pony stuff, but that was neat, I guess. Um, so then, of course, then you go, that night, I was on Netflix, and what do you know, there was the show, and I'm like, well, okay, well, what, what is this? <laughs> like, 
So yeah, yeah. then you know you I'm a, and then it's the classic. Oh, I'm only gonna watch the first episode. Oh, it was the like exact that. same. It was but the exact same. Like, like okay, and here's no, I, I get you. It's like first episode. You're like, oh, it's a two parter. I gotta watch the second yeah. part, and then yeah, you just right? watch more. Yep. And I, I remember getting like eight episodes in, like on the first day, and then going to school the next day, and just being like, did I really just watch eight episodes of My Little Pony last you night? Did. And at this point, like, I don't remember all the characters' names. I, I specifically remember being at lunch and nobody's talking to me so i'm just like thinking to myself like shit i'm missing one character and then i, I realized now i was missing rarity so all the characters but rarity i don't know why it's one of those random Oof. things that stick out in my memory of just sitting at lunch just alone thinking about fucking ponies yeah <laughs> like, literally literally, literally like, that's crazy yeah. speaking of weird memories that stick out about mixing up characters early on I remember before I got into the show, I don't know why I have this specific memory, but I do. I remember going to Barnes and Noble with two of my siblings and seeing like there was like a lunchbox with like My Little Pony on it. And my younger sibling at the time like watched the show. I didn't. Mm -hmm. um, but like I, I saw it and my older sibling and them were like talking about the characters or something. And I don't remember the context, but I mixed up Twilight and Rarity oh my. because I'm like, oh, they're both purple. Yeah, purple like they unicorn. both have purple. They both have purple and they're both unicorns. I don't even think I was thinking about the, the unicorn thing. I think I thought all of them were unicorns <laughs> like at that point. Oh, yeah. Like I thought Derpy was a boy because I'm just like in my like brain. I'm like, oh, gray equals boy because I'm just, you know, a younger person Sexist. who doesn't understand anything. Yeah, it's just like those random things that you're like, damn, how, how stupid I was. But like all the characters in MLP are are girls. Yeah, there's so like, no men in the show. How could you miss there's that? There's no men whatsoever. Up? Nope. But um, you know, like that trend on Twitter going on now with the whole like, oh, what opinion about My Little Pony makes you feel like this? And it's just like a photo oh of Rainbow Dash gosh. looking all angry or whatever. I oh I am gosh. so like livid about that nonsense. I just I don't need it. And it pops up like literally like once a week or more. Like Yeah. So if you've noticed on my Twitter, every single time I see one of those, I just I make up this episode that I'm like, man, I really hate that episode where Pinkie Pie I've got the iPad. That. It's just it's the worst. I yeah, know people yeah, I saw love that it. one. <laughs> so I'm gonna oh keep God. it going. And I'm like, I just want people to be fooled. I want, I want them to, to believe because I hate those posts. That's my, that's my way to vent my frustration about it. I think at this point, most people are in the same boat where they're like, oh, when they first start popping up, it's like, oh, this is cool. Like, I'm going to share, like, uh, I'm going to share a, a weird hot take I can, uh, mm. I have. And then like, and then as it went on, they just keep popping up. I feel like pretty much everyone is at the point where like, Barely anyone is giving actually yeah. serious answers I'm, to this. I'm trying to get more people into the, the Pinkie Pie gets an iPad thing, because I, I want, like, there to be people stumbling upon it, believing it's real, like, just people that have no idea. Oh, yeah. Like a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Not an ARG, but, like, uh, like the, like the seventh, uh, uh, like the seventh pony in the, in the main cast that was planned to be in season one. Yeah, but, right. Uh, never actually showed up. There was only one time. Where there was one time where an episode uh, aired, I believe it was uh, the Ticketmaster, where they were uh, introduced to this character, um, and it aired on television once. Oh um, yeah, but they rewrote the character that. out of it. So what was their name again? Yeah. It was like a Twinkle. Uh, it was like Twinkle Shine, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. then, yeah, that she um, became a background pony instead because they couldn't use her, right? Yeah, something like that. Um, the first time I've heard of this. Yeah, this is a very real thing. Oh. 
It's definitely very real. Yeah, yeah. it's definitely very it's real. It's not April Fool's uh, anymore. Yeah, l- l- look it up. You can look it up. It's real. Uh, look we're, it up. we're only one day past. <laughs> yeah. We would never we would never lie to you no, guys. No, lying is bad. Like, Applejack never. would be crying. But she cries on the exactly. inside, so he can't really tell. Well, Twinkleshine was actually going to be the original element of honesty. Yeah, but she was a little too honest. You know, she was giving out all those Hasbro secrets and <laughs> breaching NDA constantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they had to they had to take her out. The CIA yeah. was like, nope, you're gone. Well, it's funny because oh, they got man. quite the voice to to be Twinkleshine. Like they actually got um, they got like what Angelina Jolie to voice Twinkleshine, which is weird. He's not even Canadian, but yeah, it's yeah. it's uh, you know, Hasbro's pulling those strings. But uh, yeah, I think she probably got too expensive, so they wrote her out. Gaslighting aside, <laughs> um, that's my f- that's my favorite character that was uh, related to Twinkleshine, right? Way by the way, uh, gaslighting. Oh yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 Anyway, anyway, man, we're just a bunch of goofy goobers. Yeah, <laughs> rock. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm a goofy goober. Rock. rock. Okay, the SpongeBob watching... movie is a cinematic masterpiece. It literally oh my is. God, it's it like, is how, like that movie. Like, just you could watch it as many times, and it's always amazing. Oh my god. I was I was thinking about that scene randomly with uh, I was in a call with Laravoon, and we just like we. We were like, you want to watch that scene <laughs> with the, the Goofy Goober Rock? Like, I haven't seen that since, like, since I watched that movie, like, years ago. Probably, like, a decade ago. Oh, man. Um, I need to see that movie again. It's so oh, good. It's so good, but, uh, yeah. It's a great but, yeah, movie. we were just in a call watching the Goofy Goober Rock. But, like, it, you have to remember, like, <laughs> that was a movie so. that that played in theaters, and there's just some silly stuff in that movie, and it just makes it me is happy. ridiculous. <laughs> like, like you said, just rock, like, and then just, there's just, like, a photo of a rock, because, <laughs> sure, yeah. like, have a Goofy Goober. Rock! <laughs> that Goofy Goober song still fucking slaps, though. hmm Oh, my gosh. Yeah. He, his guitar playing is too righteous. Oh, <laughs> the helmets can't, 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 can't have a little level of rock and roll. And roll. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, there's, oh man, I was just thinking about this scene yesterday where like uh, it was the scene where uh, they get caught by the Cyclops and they're in the fish tank and then Patrick I think this is where the Cyclops is or whatever and Patrick's literally being like picked up by him what makes you think of that <laughs> it's oh like God. stupid oh jokes God. that are so good that movie is uh, now I want to rewatch the Spongebob movie I my favorite well. movie I mean, of I'm, all time or at least animated movies got to be either the original Spongebob movie or the first Wreck-It Ralph like oh my god yeah those honestly, are good choices like the last thing i did that was related to that movie was replay through the the video game adaptation oh my god the the goddamn video game wait there's a spongebob squarepants the movie yeah. video you don't know game? about the video game yeah, it was made and by battle the for bikini bottom it. yeah it was, it was the battle one for oh, wait, are you t- yeah, it was the one who made wait battle for bikini bottom is based yeah. on the movie yeah, the, yeah no 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 the no, same no. people made the movie game with the same engine yeah, Battle for Bikini Bottom came before the movie game, but yeah, the same engine okay, made the movie yeah, game. Okay, yeah, I know about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know about... You didn't about know BFG it existed? No, I know about it. You don't know about movie? <laughs> I don't know about it's, the movie it, game. It came out literally a year later. Yeah. Oh, what's it called? It's called it's the Spongebob Spongebob movie, game. movie Game. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah, I had no clue that was a thing. <laughs> Best Spongebob game was Creature from the Krusty Krab, don't at me. Oh, uh, that game was whack, but it was fun. I've not... I've, I've never played Creatures from the Krusty Krab, I loved that DS game where it was, I forget what it was called, but it was all like the Nick characters. Nicktoons Unite? Like, it was like, what was it? Nicktoons Unite? I think so. One of the Nicktoons uh, games. Well, like, well, like Nicktoons Unite came out in the, the DS, but like the PS2 version is like better in every way. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think I've played also both. V- v- Battle for Volcano Island. Uh, um, uh, fuck, there were a couple. There were a handful of them. No, but like, um, Battle for Bikini Bottom was like one of the first video games I ever played. Like, just in oh, general. Like, what a good game to start with. I know, right? Because I, I got the PS2 for, I think it was like my fifth birthday or something. And that was like one of the first games that my parents got for me. Yeah. Because, you know, SpongeBob awesome. game. And, PS2 um, was yeah. like the best console I mean, like I, I miss that era. Like, I have not uh, been that. I don't like play video games that often anymore because I just, you know, yeah. it's time and whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But man, the PS2 era mm-hmm. of games. Like, I mentioned Sly Cooper before. Yes. But like, oh, there's so many games on that system. Yeah, Ratchet and Clank, Sly Cooper. Yeah. Oh my god. And like, like the SpongeBob movie, the SpongeBob Battlefield Keep on the movie game. You know, I. What other games that I played a lot as a kid? Like, um. Uh, I remember Thrillville and Thrillville off the rails. Oh, I remember. Oh, I, have the, I have off the rails on the Wii. Oh, what was God. Thrillville? Thrillville is like Thrillville? this. It's like this tycoon no. like coaster simulator, like right. It's it's, uh, it's kind of like roller coaster tycoon, but a little I, more like with a character. Yeah, I'm sorry, guys. I didn't. I didn't have a PS2. I have a lot of memories with like PS2 games because of friends who had it. Mm. Like I've played. I've played at least a little bit of all the Sly Cooper games. Um, I've played like. Oh, what was it? There was like a uh, Crash Bandicoot Wrath of Cortex. Oh, that one like, was mad. I love that game. It was pretty um, mid, but like the platforming in general was solid. Most, yeah, most people say that was like, that was like, eh, it wasn't that great of yeah. a game, but I just have so many yeah, memories I, with it that I'm I like, understand. Oh, and I, again, I will admit the platforming was like handled really well in Wrath of Cortex. Yeah, but uh, but yeah. So I I actually never pl- I've never played uh, BFBB. Oh, I've seen there's the remake, like, which I, I guess is better than nothing. Steam. Yeah, I I've seen like um I've seen a lot of the like speedrun videos mm-hmm. like breaking down. Oh the, yeah, the speedruns of the no, that game is speed nuts. Run. Yeah, right. yeah, but um, I don't think I've ever like. Uh, I've never seen like, like that like, game played through normally. I have I have rehydrated <laughs> on Steam and. Uh, I will say it, it. I have it on my wish list. Yeah, like think, rehydrated, but. like great, great adaptation. There are some things I don't like about it, um, but one thing I absolutely love is that you could put a Jap- Japanese dub on and basically make it SpongeBob the oh anime my God, game. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I've seen that. I, uh, I know Cosmic Shake just came out. I still have to play it. Like I own it. I, I did buy it, but uh, I need to. I need to find mm-hmm. the time to play the game. Which uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I look okay. forward to that. Yeah. Everybody here, what is the first game you ever 100%ed? Not oh, beat, my God. but like That's... actually did everything you could do. For me, it's the uh, on the PS3, it was the Sly Cooper trilogy when I got that. That was the first time I ever 100%ed yeah. something. I think all three of them, I guess, but you know. I think the first game I 100%ed was Kingdom Hearts 2. I never like when I was a kid, I was the kind of person and I guess I still am where most of the time like uh, I I don't usually like hundred percent games, uh, especially when I was a kid. I would just play games over again. Oh. Um, but now nowadays I have hundred percented a few games. I'm not gonna count like games where like playing through the game normally it like it gets you a hundred percent technically or like um. Or like uh, a Maritime Bay Adventure, where like hundred percent takes like an hour and a half. Um, <laughs> Games that but, actually um, take time to hundred percent. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's it's an interesting question. I think the first game I technically hundred uh, percented was uh, Harmonite on the 3DS. I got all uh, all gold, so I perfected every single level. It was like a rhythm game mm-hmm. made by a 
made by Game Freak. I've never heard of it. Um, but the game that I'm proud of that I 100% and yeah, most most of the games that I've 100%ed are like really weird, like out there games. Like but uh, Pokemon Conquest. Oh. Pokemon recently, Conquest was so good. Oh my gosh, Ambi, you know Pokemon Conquest? We yes. need to talk about this game. <laughs> I have, that was, that uh, was the one where basic. That was the one where basically it's like a you're playing like as Japanese warlords and stuff with Pokemon, I, right? I yeah, mean, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. I, I played never that game. grew up with Pokemon. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's kind of get off the ship. It's kind of how I am with like Nintendo stuff. Like I had a Wii, but that's the only Nintendo thing I've ever personally owned because I feel like uh, everybody Nintendo. had a Wii. Nintendo has some great games, you know, sl- uh, yeah. fucking Smash. Um, you know, they're getting some pretty good on Zelda. You know, but like you know, I was a PS2 guy back in the day. PS2. Oh my god! Play. By the time this. Yeah podcast comes out the mario movie will be out and about oh my gosh oh my god right. that's yeah. in two days it's in a few yeah. days yeah where i'm gonna watch oh my I'm gosh watch I, my family when it comes out i need to get a group together to go see that yeah. i just remembered oh my gosh that's well. two days from now yeah. holy crap nothing like good old nintendo we make good games and bad business practices I, <laughs> true I, I i know chris proud is not gonna be like <laughs> any good in terms of mario something it's something interesting with chris pratt though like He's been a lot more self-aware about it recently in, like, interviews and stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's... Really? That's something, at least. Like, yeah, he was even talking about, like... Did you, like, later on April Fool's Day, did you see what he posted on Instagram? No, I did not. I didn't. Yeah, so Chris Pratt on Instagram was like, oh, so coming in 2025, I'll be voicing Mickey Mouse in the Mickey Mouse movie. Coming to... <laughs> coming to it, like, that's wonderful. And, yeah, straight from him, so... Um, but yeah, like... Everyone, I think everyone would perfectly casted except Chris Pratt. <laughs> except Chris Pratt. <laughs> Who knows? I would love for uh, him to surprise because, like, he was good in other stuff. So, like, yeah, but yeah, like from the trailers, he's just doing like a Chris Pratt with like slight different tone. No. Yeah, I think, I think the movie's gonna actually be like good. I do think. It's I, I don't be think good. it's. I don't think it's going to be Jack Black like is going to carry blockbuster. that movie. No. I don't, don't It'll me. make a lot of money, that's for certain. Jack Black is Oh yeah, yeah. Jack yeah. Black is going to carry that movie. Don't don't at me. <laughs> Literally. I'm making the prediction that I think this is going to be Illumination's best movie though. Better yeah, than probably. Despicable like, Me. Despicable Me was like one of their only good movies. <laughs> oh, Despicable Me was good. Yeah. Was. yeah. I like the second um, one too. Despicable Me too was pretty The second good. one was was fine. Eh, eh, I, uh, yeah, I like the first the one and one everything fine else and I've the third seen one was unnecessary. Them. Yeah, the third one was, yeah. I remember only seeing that in the theater because they were playing the trailer for the My Little Pony movie before. Yeah, oh yeah, oh wait, shoot, <laughs> we're a pony podcast. Yeah, remember that? <laughs> yeah. I don't think we've talked about horses I'm, for the past I'm bringing like, it back, minutes, I'm bringing it back. You know. Yeah, there we go. Um, did anybody else do that? Did you go like see a movie in theaters just because they were playing the trailer for the pony movie? I didn't do that. I did. Um, I definitely I, did. I did. I did get a group of rowdy teenagers together to go see the MLP movie. Yo, when that's awesome. Out, oh, I, I went by um, myself. I was in college. Well, I couldn't pay I, um, anybody else to go with me in the final. I'll do it myself. Yeah, I look back on that and I'm like, man, I, I kind of regret some of that because we were just being super obnoxious uh, in the theater like we were being super loud and, and annoying like we were the epitome of like people uh, you hate there's in the bronies theater. here <laughs> like yeah exactly um smells like brony but, in here um but overall it was it was a good time and uh um yeah i just i i just wish the g5 movie had come had been able to come out in theaters oh, yeah same because that would have been an experience. Yeah, yes. I, uh, I probably would have seen that movie in theaters more times than I saw Puss in Boots. Yeah, maybe in theaters. But um, 
Yeah, the original Pony movie, I, I have, like, so many feelings about it in general. Um, I feel, again, I think uh, as a theatrical experience, it was, like, fantastic. Like, you, like just top tier, like, really good. Oh, yeah. But I think as a movie, there's so much where you could just see, like, Hasbro's thumb, like, being pressed on all the artists. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's so yeah. unfortunate. Oh, with Hasbro, mm. nothing can be perfect, but, you know. Um, but this doesn't yeah. print I, enough I, money. No, yeah, exactly. the children like pop music. We need to replace your beautiful opening song with pop music, Daniel Ingram. Oh my gosh, I heard about that. So yeah, so Cole, you know about that too. Yeah, there was a song Daniel Ingram had planned for the intro of that. Well, yeah, movie. it's it's available now. It's on the uh, when they finally released the no, score I, soundtrack. It's there. Holy crap. It's great, and it's like, wow, you really got rid of this for a fucking We Got the Beat parody? Like, yeah. Wait, what song was originally going to be? What was the song It called? was just called Equestria. It was just like a chorus of people singing about Equestrians, and it was like set to orchestral music. Oh. And not, yeah. I haven't heard it's, that yet. It's pretty freaking great, and I'm just like, I, I was uh, talking to Jason Thiessen about it for, like, a you know, little tiny conversation at, uh, at the final BronyCon. And, and uh, yeah. he said that, yeah, that was, like, the worst, like, Hasbro, like, being overbearing decision of the whole thing. And he almost got fired, Gosh. like, trying to fight it back because, like, yeah, uh, Daniel Ingram, you know, worked hard on an opening thing. And, <laughs> and they were yeah, just like, eh, just... we have contracts and things to deal with. Meh, 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 meh. Yeah, we got the beat, but it's with ponies. Yeah. Like, that song didn't even need to be ponified. It did, yeah, I mean, like... And that's a... And you know, at the end of the day, it is all to make money, especially when it comes to Hasbro. It, you just—it's it's just the suits who look at the numbers. Like they, a lot of times, they don't have the art, the artistic vision. It's just—it's it a decision that, like, as a as an artist myself, like logically, it doesn't <laughs> make any sense. Like you had a completed thing. Yeah. My only like logical explanation could be like they had like a favor to fill for the person who sung the song or something. And that's what they did. That had to be it. Like some executives like, Oh, well, uh, who was, I, who was it? Like Rachel Platt or something. I don't know. Something like that. I'm, I'm not sure. Yeah, it, I like, don't know the names. It ha- well. That has to be it. Like some executive was like, Oh, well they signed a contract and we have to fulfill that contract and we can't put it in a different movie. So we're going to put yeah. it in the opening. Like you could have put it in the fucking credits or something. Like you had to replace the opening song. Oh, as you could tell, I'm very, yeah. Very passionate about this nonsense. So you said maybe they had like a favor that they need to pay, and I don't oh man. I don't mean to get into gossip territory. Dude, I know. But I'm gonna get into gossip territory. So I heard um that, that song uh Equestria was written specifically for uh Black Griffin to sing it. Really? Like Gabriel Brown. Fascinating. Yeah. Apparently Daniel Ingram wrote that song with the intention of him singing it. Oh. Um, and Hasbro has had kind of a um, negative sort of, like, feels towards him because of, like, I believe the, like, it, there, there's a bunch of things yeah. and you can, do, you can yeah. do research into it yourself if you want to, but um, um, the, the big thing was that, oh, he was a brony and he started, wa- like, working with the show a little bit yeah. and then they just never put him in anything ever again. Mm-hmm. Um there's He's uh, there's passionate more to about that. this medium. That can't be allowed. Yeah, literally. It's it's like uh there's there is other stuff 
around it, but like yeah. it, it it is kind of like gossipy stuff, yeah. and it yeah. is it's like. Hey, but, but like that whole decision with Hasbro, like not wanting to hire bronies on the show. Like I get it if they can't do the job, but if you are someone who's a fan of the show and you have the talent to make it work, you're gonna do a better job than someone who doesn't have the passion for the show. Like I mean, like look at Emilu. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I can understand not hiring them to write, perhaps, or like not yeah. borrowing their ideas from like the fan fiction and stuff. Like as far as stuff like voice acting or like even animating, just you know, like know. why is them being passionate about the show and wanting to work on it a bad thing? Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, it's not costing you more money. Like that's the thing that matters in the end, right? You're going to get a better yeah. product for probably less. <laughs> like I, I was going to say, yeah, you'll probably get it for less because they. I'd have worked a French Magic for free. Doing yeah, oh my anything. god! It, it like, okay, like my ultimate, like maybe even just saying this will make it never happen. I don't even care because it probably will never happen. But like my ultimate, like pipe dream project. It's just like if I could just like wave a magic wand and it make my dreams come true. Like like in all the Disney movies. <laughs> Yeah, right? I would love to do, like, a Lord of the Rings-style trilogy about, like, the past of Celestia and Luna. That's, like, my ultimate, like... Oh, gosh. My, my dream. But I know that'll never happen, so I might as that well just That sounds like say. a huge project. <laughs> oh, my God, yes. Yeah. From Studio yeah, Cinemagic, yeah. here it comes. Coming in 2045. Like, oh. <laughs> You're gonna be in, like, your, your yeah. 60s by the time it comes out. <laughs> I'll have to, like, reincarnate myself so I can, like, be alive when the public domain rights come in for my little pony friendship is magic. <laughs> there, there you, you go. go. You're just gonna be, like, 60 years old by the time it's ready. Just like, finally, my dream can be realized. Out for three days when Hasbro takes it down. It'll be 2105 when, when my little pony FIM is in public domain. 2105? Yeah, because it's 95 years after uh, it's out. So that's that's insane. All right, all right, guys. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live. All right, Nader, <laughs> yep. get your. I'm gonna save, live to 2106. Right, Nader, save up as much as you can. You gotta get the rights to Friendship is Magic when those are released. Yeah, right. Yep. 2105. That's like it, it's weird thinking about like modern day things eventually being in public domain. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of stuff that's gonna start yeah. becoming public, like, like mean, Mickey Mouse. Well, soon. The first Steamboat. Like, like, yeah. Well, specifically Steamboat Willie. Yeah, I know Mickey but, like, Mouse, but um, the concept of Mickey Mouse. Not not like the actual design of Mickey Mouse. It, it's it's crazy how uh, how that sort of thing works. Mm-hmm. Public domain. You, you know he's not actually going to go into public domain, yeah. and Disney Disney's going to change the law. <laughs> oh, it's a hundred years now. We need five more years to buy some time. <laughs> like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, Before we get more money, so yes, we can extend it a little bit longer. Money. Yeah, uh, as you know, we definitely don't own enough properties. We need no, more. We're buying. Can you imagine Disney buys My Little Pony? Oh it's my happen. god! I, I, I'm predicting it. If they, <laughs> well, I mean, think. Here's the thing: like Hasbro itself is a pretty freaking big company. Yeah. Not anywhere near Disney, but like the the sheer amount of things that Hasbro owns. Like, I don't know if Disney's gonna gonna be able nah. to buy that anytime soon. Honestly, after Disney bought Marvel, I don't think there's anything they can't do. Yeah. Like me, I'm gonna buy the if sun. It's, that's. If it's the True. way we can get a My Little Pony theme park area, I'll, I'll oh take my it. god, yes. whatever. I would love. That. Oh my god, please! Like we need a Rainbow Dash roller coaster. We need Pinkie Pie teacups. Yeah. They could like, literally call know. it the Sonic Rainboom. Imagine like being like, able to like be get baked goods from Sugar Cube Corner and stuff. Uh, like, come on. All right, oh all right here's the all right. Um, Cole, you're a, you're a roller coaster nerd like me, of right? Of course, yes. Okay, so here's the thing. 
So we're going to need a B&M invert based around the Wonderbolts or maybe just Rainbow Dash. But no, uh, I think a Vekoma flying coaster for Rainbow Dash would be magic. Oh, yes, or that too. Or even a B&M flyer. Right. It can, we it need, can be uh, launched. You can literally call it like the Sonic Rainboom or something. Yeah, Holy that's shit. Yes, a launched Vekoma flying coaster. Okay, we need dueling B&M hyper coasters for Celestia and Luna. Oh, my God. And then, I don't know, maybe a kitty coaster for Twilight. All right, so all, all I have to do is like win the lottery, right? Yeah. And then well, I can put I, a down That's all you have to do. <laughs> Easier said than done. <laughs> Bro, I know my next project in Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. Okay. Just saying. So like, oh but my like, gosh. They can yeah. even, like, probably... They could probably, like, uh, either get, like, actual pony costumes, or they could, like, compromise and go with the Equestria Girls, to, like, designs for, like, meeting them. For, like, the Disney like mascot Disney mascot. Type they thing? use, like, the... They could use the Equestria Girls designs if they don't want to get, like, Oh, a my God, that would, actually, that would actually be super yeah. cool. Yeah, they can have it be, like, you go through the... Oh, my God, you go through you the go, portal. You go through, like, the mirror... You go through, like, the a door that's, like, the shaped like the mirror, and it takes you to the... Oh, my God. ...actual Equestria Girls Oh, my God. That would make Equestria Girls worth it. <laughs> right there. <laughs> that's... That would be so this cool. Makes oh, my God. That's how Equestria Girls becomes accepted by the fandom. Disney is listening, and they're like, how much can we buy ponies for? <laughs> like, oh, a million dollars? How much do you think the My Little Pony brand is actually worth right now? Like, do you think G5 has devalued it? Like, I'm actually wondering that. I do. I, I mean, looking at their toy sales. Right? Uh, oh, my God. It's so sad. If you go to, like, the Walmart, like, toy aisle now or whatever. Oh, it's nothing. It is. There's, like, barely anything. If there's, like, a million Barbie toys, and then, like, in, like, a little nook, there's, like, oh, there's Sunny. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's so sad. Like, I, I never got to... Well, no, that's not true. Like, I think, uh, like, when I was first getting into the show, like, sometimes, like, you know, like, a gas station or, like, a, like, Target or, like, mm -hmm. CVS or something has, like, a, a little, like, section. Even places, like, pharmacies had a My Little yeah. Yeah. section. Like, holy crap. I mean, there's still some, like... That's insane. There's still some random G... Like, I literally just bought a thing of, like... G four like it's like a uh, temporary tattoos yesterday. It's because they were like uh, not that expensive. Hell I was like, this yeah, is funny. Dude. Um, yeah, yeah. that was just in like the supermarket. Like it wasn't even in like a store. It was just next yeah. to some uh, some potato chips. But um, one of my uh, so sad. One okay, this is like I think about this all the time because it proves the point that I think the quality of the show matters to the toy sales. Is uh, yeah, this was back definitely. in. This was back when season four was airing, uh, and the episode Philly Vanilli just came out. Oh, no. Right? Yeah. So as we know, Pinkie Pie's performance oh. in that episode is probably not the most fan favorite, right? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I just, it was like the day after that episode aired, and I was at Toys R Us, and of course, oh, I'm the guy, I'm going us. to the pony aisle, right? And there was a, there was a little girl and her father there, like buying a pony toy, right? And I'm, I'm not bothering them because I'm not, whatever. But the conversation they had was amazing so the dad of course he just wants to like leave because he's you know a dad mm -hmm. and so yeah. so he's like so he pulls out a pinkie pie toy and they're like how about this one is this one fine and the little girl says and i will never forget this i don't want pinkie oh, pie she wasn't too nice in last week's episode Whoa. and it's like oh, it matters the kids care we care the, the show needs to be good like they're like that people do, mm. it's it's so frustrating that people like underestimate like the intelligence of yeah, kids yeah this kid so is, this kid was like no older than like nine or ten yeah. and she's saying this like, yeah kids, never okay, kids can be stupid but they can also be smart <laughs> mm -hmm. like uh, like yeah i understand the whole thing child kids child intelligence yeah, is different from every other form of intelligence yeah mm -hmm. oh yes very yeah. much so um, but like with uh, with TV shows, like yeah, sure. Every once in a while, like my sisters will be watching, like y you know, some like random, uh, I don't know, 
some like random 3D animated show that I'm looking at and I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't know about this one. But sometimes like I'll I'll like hear them listening to shows that are like watching shows I've never even heard of. And I'm like listening to it. And I'm like, this is legitimately funny. <laughs> like like things like that. Like my younger sisters will watch like, you know, I I saw my sister watching like Emperor's New yes! Groove the other morning. I love that. She's movie. Just, like laying That's back on a, on a pillow the size of most her. underrated Disney film. Literally. I love that movie Emperor's again. Movie. It's another like it's like the SpongeBob movie where I could just watch that movie and just never stop laughing because yes. it's great. I don't know if I call he, it underrated these days. I feel like it's like through just through like yeah. meme culture and internet relevancy. It, <laughs> it was underrated by Disney themselves. It was before its time. Yeah. It was. It definitely was. It was the time that Disney made a DreamWorks movie. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. <laughs> Like, but a a good DreamWorks yeah. movie. But what's you know? so funny, like, okay, like, I'm sorry, I'm like really into like just Disney and Disney history. That movie is yeah. like, like so like soaked in like the Michael Eisner era of Disney. It's amazing. Like yeah. same with the same with like a Goofy movie. Like those like type of movies. Oh yeah, Goofy. It is movie. like so unapologetically like this was totally an Eisner idea, and they just went with it. Like I love it though. It was an interesting era, but, like, there's so much gold that came mm. out of it. Oh, yeah. It's um, all coming together. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's all coming oh, together. Yeah. It's all coming together. Hey, but, uh, Peter. You didn't tell me it was your birthday. <laughs> you didn't tell me it was your birthday. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that movie, Kronk is a legend. Kronk <laughs> is a legend. That's why it's oh, Maynard's profile picture. Yeah, exactly. I love I how love Patrick Kronk. Warburton just did that voice, and he's just like, huh, I wonder how many other characters I can do this for. Oh my god, I have so many. I mean, yeah. so it's, many. I, it's like his voice, but exaggerated. Yeah, it's it's funny to hear him like actually speak. Yeah, because right? it's very different. I mean, it, like it, it's not like it's obviously him, but like it's just, he just he sounds yeah. like a normal. He's basically, guy. just exaggerating <laughs> his normal voice. Yeah, that's a good way to put it's it. It's wonderful. One of my uh, favorite stories to come out of that movie is involves the Disney parks. Um, so if anyone knows the Soren ride, which I love. Uh, Patrick Warburton does like the opening narration for that. Oh yeah, I did. I I went on mm-hmm. that. I went on that. So the reason he was he's part of that is the Imagineers were like I think just at the animation studio like someday when they were trying to find somebody to do this like opening spiel for the ride, and they heard yeah. Patrick Warburton just recording his lines for Kronk, and they're like, oh yeah, this is the guy. We need to get him to be oh, part yeah. of this. Oh, yeah. coming together. <laughs> so yeah, sword, <laughs> yeah. So now when you hear that sword tower ready for takeoff, that's all because of Kronk, and I just think yeah. that's so great. That's yeah. Yeah, like, I remember, uh, it was like, it was in Disney World, I remember doing, like, Mm -hmm. going there in Disney World, it was, (laughs) it was great. I love it. That's awesome. Alright, me and my my Disney history knowledge. (laughs) Yeah, you like, you like, unlocked, like, some memories when I went to Disney World. But we have we have been going on for a while. I don't want this to end up being a uh, uh, two and a half hour long episode. <laughs> it it very well could be, but because Maynard because has I have to, to edit, edit this in like <laughs> yeah, four days. That's fair. <laughs> um, so wait, but, um, are we ending this? Or are we going into like the final subject? Oh, we're going into like the you know like final Jeopardy. All right, type final stuff. Jeopardy like, time. Let's got, go. We've got a few like questions that are uh, that are. What's very your social security number? Ask. Oh, it's, uh, let me think. Uh, I have to look uh, at what's books. the number on your credit, the name, the date, the expiration date, and the three wacky numbers on the back? The wacky <laughs> numbers! Uh, legitimate questions, <laughs> Yes. Though. All right. So, I feel like I already know the answer, but best pony? Oh, it's Starlight. You kidding? Come on. 
Yeah, yeah. That's why for a multitude of reasons, but you know, guys, if you want to be on the Out of Our Minds podcast, you just need. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to say that. People are going to like. I like. Don't don't give anyone ideas. She's uh, (laughs) she's not my favorite pony overall. I'd say she's like one of my favorite side ponies, though. That slowly became like a main pony. One of those things. I love her. Did did y'all see Tavi's video on top ten Starlight Glimmer moments? Oh yeah, uh, that uh, came out yesterday. Rainbow Dash did something for that. Yeah, I did too. Uh, but oh, you guys man. should go listen. I've not seen. Go that. watch that. Yeah. What about uh, G five? Like, I, I, we, we like barely talked about it, but Good. it sounds like you didn't really <laughs> like the show. Um, uh, but like, did you enjoy the movie? No, uh, need to my thing with G five. I loved the movie. That was great. Um, okay. When it comes to the show, like, I just want it to be better. I see a lot of potential, and there's just like, oh, will it? Won't it? Uh, maybe we're on like a thirty percent chance that it will. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Um, but sent, but with G five, who's best pony in G five? Oh, it's Misty. Duh. Yeah, let's oh, go. Yeah. Misty mob. That's let's fair. go. That's totally fair. Yeah. Hashtag Misty mob. Yeah. Um, Obviously, it's Sparky. No, oh, yeah, Sparky. Sparky. Robert, is the best I, pony. I don't even Robert, choke. Get off my podcast. Get out. Get out. Get out. Get Your out. Your podcast. We let you on. What do you mean? <laughs> no, not not if you're gonna say Sparky's the best character. Exactly. Get out. Write me out, out of history. Get out. Bud. Get out. <laughs> Oh my god. Um Sparky's but, uh, anomaly too. Realistically, um, I think I think Pip is great. Yeah, Pip is awesome. Yeah. Pip, out of the, yeah. the five, I say Pip. Pip yeah, might be my but, favorite uh, main five now. Aside from that, what are the other things we do at the end of the episode? So you've listened to the podcast. I know you've been listening yeah. to the podcast since like very early on. Um yeah. so you know that at the end of every episode. Uh, we ask people to send us a picture of a yeah. random item on uh, on either Twitter or uh, on our Discord. Link in the description. If you guys want to join, join our, our Discord server, join our Discord. Yeah, the link's in the description. Yes, go to so the go Discord. It's fancy and fun. It's not fancy at all. No, it's, it's very fun. fancy. It's fun, but it but is fun. <laughs> it's f- it is fun. It's pony and fun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's pony fun and fun. Yeah. But uh, what what picture should what what thing I'm like, should people send us a picture? I'm of? Like looking around. Show me some soap. Take a picture of some soap. Oh, that's a good one. That's, that's a, good, a one. good one. Show me that. Show me that you're a clean brony. Like any soap. Yeah, I there guess. we go. Yeah, yeah. Break yeah. stereotypes. Shower. Yeah. Show me there a picture of just some soap. You know, if you it can be hand soap. It can be bar soap. Yeah, any any kind of like soap. Like shampoo, soap. Everyone soap, knows shampoo. that bronies don't shower. They're like Discord no. mods. <laughs> oh, oh whoa! Gosh. Hey, whoa, whoa! Um, Imagine being a brony and a Discord mod. Imagine! Oh, that's too Imagine. much power. Whoa, that yeah. Three levels of bo that shouldn't be possible. <laughs> I could never imagine. I that, mean, I've been to the convention, so. I mean, technically, we are Discord mods because we're running a Discord server. No, oh, shut no. up! Shut no, up! Don't tell them! Don't tell them, Robert! Don't tell them! Remember what we said about observational humor earlier? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, um, yeah, see, it's funny because. see the joke is uh okay so yeah send us a picture of uh, a bar soap or like any you know soap bottle something like that you can do that using the hashtag main pod on twitter uh uh send it to us at out of our mains uh or you can join our discord and send it to our send pics channel aside from that we also have a uh we also ask a uh, question of the episode what are your favorite pmvs Send me a uh, talk about your favorite uh, PMVs or PMV moments. PMVs yeah. that mean something to you. 
Yeah. All of them are valid. This guy, John PMV, he makes them pretty good. Yeah, those are the only ones excluded. No John PMV videos. Don't send us any from John PMV. You'll be be um, banned, uh, shadow banned, listed. You'll be banned uh, from the the Discord server. FBI will come after you. Like, you'll be banned from live. Listen, yeah. if you if you send us John PV, you will be banned from the Discord server for inappropriate behavior. Exactly. It's, That's totally fair. It's That's actually in the fair. official Discord terms. No John PMV. It is. The, T- yep. the Discord TOS. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, send us your favorite PMV or just, like, tell us about it and we'll go look it up or send us a link to it. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, other than that, I think that's about everything. A so, yeah, bit. go follow us on social media, Twitter, at Out of Our Mains. Join our Discord. Uh, go follow Cole. Of course. On his stuff. Uh, so, can you, do you want to plug a couple things? Yeah, so on Twitter, I'm just at Cole Donnerstag and also at Studio Cinemagic. So, you can do that because, as we all know, Twitter is on the up and up uh oh yeah yeah. (laughs) um on youtube same thing uh studio cinemagic that's the main channel that's where the pmvs go i got a big series that's in the works part one will be out right in the beginning of june uh so so long as so long as nothing goes wrong so knock on wood for me everybody um (laughs) yeah yeah uh so i would love to talk more about journey once more but it's hard to do that when it's not out so let's just leave it at it's coming soon and i hope you like it that's Um, totally fair but yeah, um, uh, go check that out when it comes out. Did you have anything else? Yeah, just Studio Cinemagic, Cold Honestag, um Watch all of the anthologies because people, as, as silly as they are, uh, all of us, we do work very hard on it. Or at least most yeah, of us do. That's Maybe the there's point. that one, lot of that one straggler. <laughs> but um, yeah, the anthology, uh, it, all jokes aside, there's a lot of work that goes into it and it's a lot of fun to make and I hope we make more. Yeah. Um, other than that, uh, Robert, Ambi, do you have any like upcoming projects you'd like to plug? Anything uh, like that? Or? Not, not I just need moment. to start uploading again. Period. And I just mm-hmm. and I still yeah. need to work on that video that I said I was gonna work. Robert, on. work on your video. I'm sorry. Yeah. Work on your video. I've been procrastinating. I want to see it. Uh, but that's gonna be it. I don't really have anything. Yeah. So um, anyway, go to Ciderfest. Yeah, <laughs> go to yeah Cider do go to Ciderfest. Go to it's every convention. Go to Ciderfest. It's the it's, go to all the conventions. It's Cider Best. Cyber- <laughs> oh, I, I see mm-hmm. what you did there. Yeah, see, like he said, best. In, in yeah, like, in yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like a play best, on words. So. <laughs> yeah, I think that's everything. So, thank you guys so much for listening, and uh, have a great rest of your evening, your rest of your week, uh, everything else. And uh, if you're still here, thank you for not leaving us after that. Yeah, <laughs> wonderful, wonderful April Fool's joke. This is magical. <laughs> yes, much respect. Next year will yep. be worse. Oh no, yeah, don't even a- get me started on next year. <laughs> have a good week. <laughs> Bye-bye. Later.